Blog Talk Radio. Aloha, welcome to Talking Pictures. I'm your host, Paul Booth. Uh, always happy to be here. Today is a really cool, uh, special day for us. Um, again, we always stand by people are just people, and we don't we uh, we know that we're in a, in a real celebrity culture, but uh, we respect the work and we respect the films. And we respect what the films say. Uh, we respect what messages artists deliver us, and messages messages that they're basically leaving for. <clears throat> excuse me, that they're leaving for uh, the next generation. And we're going to talk about some other things that once we get our guests on the phone, um, that I know he's working on, and, and uh, we're going to be finding out what he has at the San Diego Film Festival. He's receiving the Variety Night of the Stars Rising Star Award. Our guest today will be Mr. Jason Mitchell, who most of you will know him as Easy e in last year's Straight Outta Compton. Um, this film, you know, we reviewed it on the show, so I don't need to go into how great it is. And we actually did a couple of reviews of it with guest reviewers. Uh, but e- but there, there was a certain standout in the movie. And, and I'm not, like I always say, I don't say anything guests want to hear. I don't, I don't say anything that, um, I don't tell anybody anything they want to hear. It just has a rule in my life. And, and, uh, so to say that Easy or Mr. Mitchell was so fantastic is Easy E was amazing, and um, for me, what made it so so stand out was that there's a um, how can I put this? I grew up with NWA, but I wasn't allowed to listen to NWA, so I kind of got this own vision of NWA that wasn't really mine and I have a, a I don't believe in race or culture but I'm just going to say this for the story I have a, a white dad and a Mexican mother so I lived in for a time we lived in a bad part of the uh, of a Mexican neighborhood and they would throw eggs at my mom and they would call me derogative names and um, hold on, I'll just save this story for another time. We're bringing our guests on. Aloha, welcome Hello. to Talking Pictures. Uh, hi, I have uh, Jason Mitchell for Paul Booth. Yes, that's me. Okay, great. One second, let me add on the line. Thank you so much. All right, Jason, you are on with Paul Booth. How you doing, Paul? How's it going? I'm doing good. Thank you. I appreciate your time in uh, doing this. I, I know how busy shooting schedules are and just life in general. So um, thanks for stopping by. Oh, pardon? No, I was just amening what you were saying. It's going crazy right now. So, But I'm, I'm honored. What's going on? Yeah, so I'm, I, I wanted to tell you I'm like that way too, and there's no censorship here. 
Um, basically, uh, first of all, congratulations on your uh, Rising Star Award at San Diego. Um, Thank you. I, yeah, I, I know for a fact that the I'm sure you've heard a million times how great you were at Straight Outta Compton. And so when I saw the Rising Star Award, it was no surprise to me. Um, for you, do you have a, a, a current film that you're working on that you would like to talk about for a few minutes? Um, you said, would I like to talk about the current film that I'm working on? No, just just any film that you're working on that's just not me bombarding you with Straight Outta Compton, which I'm sure you've been getting a lot of in your life in the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I just actually got finished doing some reshoots for King Kong, and um, I, I got to see, like, some of the footage and some of the finished product of it, and it's 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 amazing, you know, to say the least. I've worked with um, with Catherine Bigelow since the film, and everything's just been going really good. I'm really excited about everything that I have going on right now. I really am. Well, that's uh, that's good. I mean, you, you what's uh, it what it does lead me to an easy e question. You sound like a very uh, humble man and artist, and I know that comes down to the great director that you were working with. Um, right. What? How? How? Is there anything you could share of your process of how you go from being a humble person and having a gracious attitude to just playing such a, you know, just piece of trash that Easy E ended up being to everyone? Right, right, right. Well, um, I mean, to be honest, it, it's all out of respect for the craft to make the transformation, but. In, in in doing that, you have to well, especially like playing a, a an icon or anybody who actually walked the earth, you know, at, at one point in time, you have to give them the amount of respect by saying, for one, I know you know nothing of this person's life, and two, I have to make it the best that I can, you know. So you have to take the time to to visit that person's point of view, visit that person's culture, visit that person's you know, aspects of, of life and, you know, the way that may have affected them. Because even though, you know, Easy had uh, sort of a downward spiral thing happen to him very quickly, he was a person who who made gangster rap what it is today. You know, who, who there would be no Dr. Dre, there would be no Ice Cube, there would be, like, none of these greats. You know what I mean? So right. he's, he's only... You know, he only had a, a few bad things on, on one side of the spectrum, you know what I mean? And he had a, a ton of things that were great. But by me having enough respect for him to start in, in the home, you know, and then work my way out, that's kind of how I, I, I built the opinion that I chose to work off, if that makes sense. Oh, no, no, it does. I mean, because I, I was just saying before you came on, due to my age, I had such a different take on Easy e because I was too young to listen to the music. My older brother and cousins were always listening to it. Um, I would just see right. photographs. My generation was more when Snoop Dogg broke, so it was like I only knew right. who Trey was because Snoop. Um, now, one right. question and not to be, you don't have to be personal in any way because everyone knows who made your guys' movie and I'm 
and uh, we're we're a show that we don't like just babbling about who someone knows. Um, what 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 was it like? Uh, this was something that stuck out to me. Uh, you were in a position where your fellow actors got to play guys who were standing there on right. on set with you. So how how was that for you? You know, obviously without being too personal, what was that like for you that you had no? I mean, sure, you had their stories and you had their them to maybe guide you, but that real idea of the presence. Well, it was really, to be honest, it was it was the most scary, but most honorable thing I've ever done. You know, because like at the end of the day, Dr. Dre is a living legend. You know, and a guy who has many accomplishments. You know, and when I look over at Corey and see Dr. Dre standing directly behind him, you know, kind of ready to cross the T's and dot the I's, I couldn't imagine how that feels either. You know, just as much as easy as going, like, he's here. You know what I mean? And the same thing with Shay. It's like, that's your dad. If you mess that up, then, you know, it's, it's, it's a whole lot of pressure. You know what I mean? But when you have, like, great people in your corner saying, yo, look, trust me, you are the guy for this you know, for, the, for this this part, then it kind of takes the fear away, you know, because I, I can't really imagine how it would be or how it would feel if Easy was standing right behind me. You know, I just have to reintroduce the world to who he was, you know? So right. it, it was, it was, I was totally honored to do it, but I was scared shitless, man. I was scared because, I mean, if you mess it up, then what, <laughs> you know? Oh right, well, yeah. Plus, you have all you have all those you have all those buddies. I mean, that was what I was. Something that as an artist, I I think you might appreciate. My my father grew up in complete fifties conservative America, and my grandfather was very harsh. You know, even just rock and roll was bad. Um, my grandfather was a racist guy from Missouri. Uh, thankfully, my dad stopped that in our family. But anyways. Um, there was definitely no rock and roll. There was definitely no um, rock and roll of what it was at the time, Jimi Hendrix. And and so uh, my dad, I took him to see Straight Outta Compton, and he remembers hearing about NWA and the FBI. Well, what was really cool was, was he, he grew up with cops. My grandfather was a juvenile probation officer, and he looked at me and he said, you know, I was thinking about that movie the other day, and... I used to think that you never do anything to cops. And I, and I remember disagreeing with that fuck the police song. He said, but after I saw this movie and saw what these guys went through, he's like, I can see why they wrote that. And I can see why they rioted. Right. And my right. dad's like this 64 right. year old white guy who is definitely not the target demographic of the film or the music. <laughs> and so I, so I, so I just wanted to tell you that as an artist that, that what you guys did made a guy who grew up with policemen be like, yeah, fuck the police. Not, you know, in general all the time, but like, like wow, the, you know, these guys did have a right to flip out. Um, now for the, the, next, the next question I had was, uh, do you have something in the San Diego Film Festival? I do not. I don't have anything in the San Diego Film Festival right now, but I did do a movie called Barry that went to um, 
the film festival in Canada, and it did really, really good. Toronto, it did really, really good. It was one of the top ten films, and uh, it's about um, it's about Obama in his college years when he was kind of going through, you know, n- not necessarily an identity crisis, but you know, he was trying to figure out like what he favors the most. You know, what I mean, is it the black community? Is it the white community? Is it you know, a certain class, you know, those types of things. And I got to play a really interesting role in that movie where I was obviously a black guy, <laughs> but I was a reason for him too, you know what I mean? Because so much as right. black people, we want to support our black communities and we want to um, kind of take things to the next level for our black people. But it, it comes a point where you have to stand for something, you know what I mean? And it's not always the projects, you know what I mean? Like, it's not always, you know, like, because we, we say fuck the police at times, but the police don't make all the bad decisions, you know what I mean? They have criminals, that's why they have jails, you know what I mean? It's not like right. everything is always what it seems, you know? So I got to play a really, really cool character who was um, going to school with him and from the projects, but also, you know, a, a really good voice of reason for him. So that now that's good. now that's Barry, and that played the Toronto International Film Festival. I'm assuming uh, just from uh, having the good fortune to be a filmmaker myself and knowing the business side. I'm assuming you're not allowed to say if it has a has a deal or not, or is that something we're going to be able to see? Um, I am not actually able to talk about that yet, you know. So, oh, okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> it's a little yeah, no, I figured that, so that's why I just figured I'd, <laughs> I figured if any bluff got put on it, it could get put on me. Um, right. uh, that's, that's really cool. Congratulations on playing Tiff, because obviously that's like the, that's one of the, um, you know, uh, how it doesn't, I mean, so many festivals, people debate which one's the biggest, and Real artists, I mean, I, I can tell just when, when you first came on and then in your performance that you're, you know, you're an actual artist. You're not in this to to say that you were at TIFF. And so that's cool. And, and then to be a part of a, a Barack Obama movie, I mean, regardless of what people think of him or don't, um, you know, you get to sit down and say you were Easy e and you were Barack Obama's buddies. I mean, that, that must be a pretty right. cool thing. <laughs> right. Right. Um, I've, so, I've been I've been very 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 blessed, you know, to have people trust me to to you know make these moves with my craft. You know, they've been in my corner heavily, and I really really appreciate it because I do this because I love it. You know. Well, I saw that um, when I went on IMDb, I was looking for some more films to check out, and I I saw that you got to uh, even if they were small roles, I saw that you got to be in like. Broken City with Russell Crowe and Mark Wahlberg and right. Um, I mean that was just such a phenomenal film. Um, I thought that right, was brilliant. Absolutely. I I could probably watch that three or four times a week if I had to. Um, <laughs> so it's so I think that's kind of cool and and that you understand that you've gotten to, you know, in your in your rising into your own, you've gotten to be around some, you know, some of the top talents. I mean, it wasn't like you just had an indie hit and then and then now you're known it's right. like you got to you got to meet some of these guys and then for easy like you were saying to play just your producers alone uh is is something that must have been crazy to work with i mean i 
that that movie was so important to my father. He he says he wants to meet Snoop. And what's so funny is is my dad is like this just completely white guy that's balding and he's just convinced that he's just convinced by Snoop's attitude on air and charity that Snoop would hang with him. And I'm like, dad, like I'm not saying you wouldn't, I'm saying, but it's just so funny that like your goal as a 60 year old man isn't to like meet some band from when you were in high school that's still around or like that you just want to kick it with Snoop. Like what the hell would you two talk about? Like you're a gardener, you know, like <laughs> you work in hospitals. I feel like everybody lives like, with Snoop at least once. Yeah, that's you know that's what, what I, mean? what I heard. Like, that's, yeah. That's that that's what convinced him. He's like I've seen him on TV, that's why I'm saying it. He's like I'm not so but um with that, we just want to again say people bury uh and keep an eye out for that um you know, the nature of the business for this for people that don't listen to these shows is that you know, it's just the nature to not say what's coming out or not or when it's going to come out. Uh, you know, we've had some guests lately who, you know, I, I get lucky as the host because I hear when the distribution deal is, but then, like, we can't talk about it on air. So it's like there's that constant, right. like, training yourself to not let it slip. So that's why right. I decided to yeah. ask you so I wouldn't let that's something true. slip or, you know, so... so um, <laughs> With that, I I heard that you were uh, that you were shooting today. So uh, we're in, we we thank you double for taking time out of your process and uh, your work day no to problem. do this. And is, is no there problem. is there is there anything you can sneak in about what you're working on now, or is that an, uh, a no no? Yeah, actually, what I'm working on now is very, very, very top secret, very next level, you know, and I'm super, super excited. I have my head down right now, you know, to just try to, you know, stay in pocket as much as I can to make that happen. But I would like to say this, that we've brought up Snoop and we've been talking about Snoop the entire time. To kind of jump back to the Easy e thing, the day of the premiere, um... Snoop obviously, you know, came to the premiere, saw the movie, and he made it his business to come find me. And he shook my hand, and he had on sunglasses at the time, and he still had tears in his eyes. And he told me, like, he just thanked me basically for being able to show him easy side of the story because they always had like problems because he was that with that role and. You know, just all kinds of different things, you know. And I think after watching the movie, he accepted, you know, how much help that he actually got from Easy and how far that it actually trickled down. So as an artist, I'm I'm very pleased that everybody's so happy, you know, because for somebody to have that have lived through everything, to come back and say, man, there were like a ton of things that I missed. And I feel like I overlooked his opinion totally you know and you you made that happen for me like it was really really dope you know for him to stop and say those words to me so oh no right (laughs) that no that's a really great story and and i appreciate any time a guest shares something personal because we we have a big agenda here to not get personal so um you know we we do appreciate that story and what i want to say is as we uh wrap because i know you got to get back to set is that 
I, I love that you're in something that we can't know if it's coming out. And I, and I love that you're working on something that's the next level top secret, uh, because that just means that, uh, that you're going further. And also, uh, when I watch straight out of Compton, there's obviously a great ensemble cast, obviously, uh, Everyone knows it's Ice Cube's son, so that's not me being personal. Uh, his portrayal of his father, um, I hope, brings some things in his interest scene as he was playing his dad. I couldn't imagine what right. it would be like if I had to play my dad in a movie. Um, right. And so I wanted to say that I'm I'm glad that, that, that it's hitting this level, because when I saw all of you guys, I thought, I hope these actors don't get passed by. I hope this doesn't come into just... Uh, Ice Cube and Snoop and Dre made the movie famous so people went and saw it and then you know now these actors are just going to get pigeonholed into that so so I love it and then for the second reason I love it is so when these top secret things come out I can say that I got to have you tell me they were top secret (laughs) (laughs) so I I can pimp you out a little bit and say he told me he couldn't talk about that so that's that's how cool I am (laughs) (laughs) that's what's up man I really really appreciate everything I really do yeah no so you have a um uh a, a great time enjoy that award ceremony this is I love San Diego Film Festival, so you're going to have a good time. This is my my fifth year covering it as a journalist, so I always okay. look forward to this time of year. So, um, yeah, so that that's that's it for us. But if there's anything else you'd like to say, then uh, feel free. No, that's it, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, cool. Well, thank you. Uh, do you go by Jason or Mr. Mitchell? Oh, Jason is fine. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say thank you, Jason, and have a great, but most of all, safe day of shooting. All right. Thank you, boss. Have a great one. Take care. All right. And that was such a thrill to uh, do. I'm, I know I say I tremble, but I'm, you know what? I'm just going to go enjoy the buzz of this. So I'm just going to say thank you to Jason and for telling us that wonderful story story about Snoop. I'm already saying snorry instead of story. So that already shows you how my natural high is kicked in. So I'm going to go do that and do my thing, jump into some research. As always, thank you to the listeners. And most of all, thank you to the guests because without you guys, I wouldn't have a reason to sit here or it would just be me babbling. So Take care, have a wonderful Thursday, and most of all, peace to everyone.